Welcome to the Nothing Much Just Chillin' Show With your hosts Emma and Julio Nothing Much Just Chillin' Show Nothing Much Just a Chillin' Welcome back to NMJC Nothing Much Just Chillin' I'm Emma And I'm Julio This episode is a special, special episode because I just turned 27 years old, my birthday Congratulations, by the way. It was March 5th. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You did that. Yeah. Survived. It really is. (laughs) And that brings us into our first little lesson. Oh, we're diving right in. Yeah, we're diving right in. Okay. Our first lesson. Go ahead. For for this episode. Getting older is exciting. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm growing more into myself. If that makes sense it is does. that weird to say i don't know does no, that sound I think, weird i think that's like a, a thing people say i'm figuring out who i am or what are my likes don't, dislikes and i don't know i like the feeling of learning more about myself and then creating a life for myself based off of the things that i figure out yeah just making sure you surround yourself with things that suit your personality and your you know your discoveries at that time that like align with my soul there you go yeah yeah and i think that's beautiful thanks yeah moving on (laughs) right along. we're not gonna stay on any inspirational topic for too long okay yeah the second lesson don't order fries when you're ordering delivery yeah you just gotta plan out the delivery game better yeah it seems you know because there's just a lot of foods that don't hold up fries being yeah the staple of burgers sometimes too like we'll order burgers for pickup right but we won't really order burgers for delivery yeah just it's never as fresh or as satisfying as when you remember it from you know the days of when you could eat in the restaurant yeah exactly and you never know what three wrong turns that your delivery driver is going to make especially around here with all the one ways and maybe the delivery driver is not familiar with the area yeah we live in downtown la so there's a lot of one ways and i feel like there's a lot of times when delivery drivers are like i can't get on that side (laughs) of the road yeah or like when we order coffee and then we get a bike delivery person yeah i mean no you know obviously like thank you delivery people for providing such an essential service right now but you know playfully we're just (laughs) (laughs) ranting about some of the things that we'd like to be better (laughs) like the the app just shouldn't give those orders to people on bikes yes right it's not their fault it's the app bike drivers bike delivery drivers should not be responsible for beverages at least not beverages that you know are going to be shaking around and losing getting all crazy on the drive totally maybe like a bottle of water you can give to a biker but anyways I digress. Today we walked to go Today pick, we walked. pick up some, some matcha and coffee. Oh, and quick moment for those of you watching us right now to acknowledge our new little setup. Yeah, let us know if you like it. Yeah. If you're not watching, head out. over to our YouTube and check us check us out. We put up some some records on the wall and we got this little little new studio vibe going. Trying out a new angle. So yeah. 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 Hopefully it looks good. Let us I'd, know. I dig it. I'm into it. <laughs> I like it too. All right. Go okay. Ahead. Number Continue. three. Always put money in the parking meter, mm. even if you're only gonna be somewhere for five minutes. That's happened to us recently in Silver Lake. 
where we were only going to be somewhere for 10 minutes. We yep. thought we were going to go into a thrift store for like 10 minutes and we didn't put money in the meter and we got a ticket. It was. I was pissed. Yeah, I paid it because I was the one who failed to. Yeah, because I was like, oh, we should, we should put money in it. And then, you know what? Maybe it's just knowing that I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> and not listening to Julio when he's like, ah, we don't have to worry about it. But no, but now we both know. Yeah. Put money, even if it's just like a little bit of coins to make it to 10 minutes or whatever, put money in the meter because damn. They are not taking breaks. They, yeah. The, the meter people. They got know? all the time in the world. Because that, that's their job. That's yeah. what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're just, I didn't even, we didn't even see the car, like the parking enforcement car anywhere. So that's why I was like, ah, he's probably somewhere else they're probably somewhere else down the line you know yeah they won't be they won't get to our car in time yeah but i bet you he was just they were just camping out yeah in a tree with binoculars like yeah if you live in la you know you have to take you have to take parking so fucking seriously you got to make sure that you paid for it you got to make sure you read all 22 signs that are that are up where you parked to just make sure that you are able to park there because there's so many like permit requirements right and, especially like in santa monica and street cleaning yeah. like what the fuck is that it does nothing <laughs> they literally just shuffle around the dirt yeah and then whatever but yeah don't let parking catch you sleeping next one what are we at number four something like that <laughs> i don't know if we're gonna we're gonna be able to number them off throughout this episode but we'll try our best number four Everyone has insecurities. Mm. And I've learned this from being a photographer, honestly, because people don't really talk about their insecurities that much unless you're, you know, really close with your friends. But you never really talk about it with strangers, right? Yeah. So it's kind of a unique thing that I'm a photographer and people feel comfortable, which is great. I love that people feel comfortable around me. Totally. But people feel comfortable enough around me to like tell me what their to tell me what their insecurities are especially when they're like looking at the pictures or telling me they don't like this certain angle or they don't like this certain part of their 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 self and it's often really crazy to me because i'll look at someone and be like oh they're so flawless like Mm. they are so perfect their body is perfect they're face is perfect their makeup is perfect their hair is perfect like i'll think they're completely stunning and beautiful yeah and then they'll name 10 things that they don't like about how they what they look like right now and i'm like oh i didn't notice that you were bloated or i didn't notice that you had a gap in your teeth you know like all those things yeah just looked beautiful to me before you pointed them out those all those experiences that that i've had and it's a lot yeah of times when i've been like yeah you've been doing this for a couple of years well so. like that insecurity that you have like i did not even yeah think anything of it slash thought it was a beautiful aspect of you mm-hmm. you know so it's gotten in my mind so that when i look in the mirror i'm like oh i hate this thing about myself it i don't know it's made me more focus on loving my insecurities yeah rather than bringing 
myself down about them. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it, seem, it seems that insecurities mostly come from feeling that you're not matching up or something that you're seeing in yourself is, like, lacking compared to a standard that has been set by, you know, some random talking right. head or, like, some person who has, like, a platform or something or a, a media outlet yeah. or something and beauty trends are ever yeah. changing right like totally. right now like dark circles are in which is something is like that? a year ago darks under eye circles um. see julio doesn't even know what that <laughs> is so if you have them don't be insecure about them because people are not yeah they're they're not looking at you and thinking like oh man those dark yeah. eye circles they really got to do something about that like oh this person has a lot of wrinkles they need botox like i'm never thinking that about people when i'm looking at them we're only thinking yeah. about that that stuff about ourselves and when you like understand that i think it takes away the power that your insecurities hold mm. over you and kind of brings the power back to okay it's more about who i am on the inside right. slash everything physical about me is beautiful and not because these standards that everyone's trying to live up to these beauty trends or standards they're not real and they're ever-changing yeah so it's better just to you gotta like practice loving yourself and accepting yourself yeah you don't have to love your body every day like i definitely have a bunch of bad body image days like that's just that's just life as a woman slash as a man too you probably have bad body image days i feel like it's not there's really not care. as much of a pressure i don't think it's yeah. like a different i'm sure every like you're like you're saying you know everyone has those insecurities but yeah it's definitely a different experience yeah you know i wouldn't yeah, compare women, them yeah women have it so much worse yeah especially now like people are really talking about it with how like britney spears and all the women of the early 2000s were treated in the media oh terrible um even like Amy Winehouse is a huge case for that kind of stuff, you know? But yeah, no, like you said, it's good to, I mean, there's, yeah, those are complicated for many reasons beyond insecurities, but yeah. But like you're saying in general, that's, that's nice to keep that in mind, you know? Yeah. What, what seems like an insecurity to you could be like the most beautiful thing in, in the eyes of another person. Yeah. It could be the thing that makes you unique and different. Yeah. It's nice to be, I, I, yeah, I appreciate things that are unique. Yeah. Like you <laughs> and your blue mark. Oh my God. Yeah. I love your blue mark. Yeah, I have, I don't you probably can't <laughs> see it on the video, but I do have a blue mark. Well, it's, it's a bruise. It's a, yeah, like it's a permanent a, bruise. I have a, I have a permanent bruise <laughs> on my chin and if you know where I got it, you know, but yeah, should have seen other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Next one number five or wherever we're at only eat dessert if it's chocolate i'm a chocolate lover mm. i'm never gonna be satisfied with a dessert unless it's chocolate unless unless it's rich chocolate mm. i disagree with this because i love sweets across the spectrum right of sweets yeah but yeah julio does not discriminate no any kind of sugar <laughs> i love i think my go-to would have been cheesecakes for dessert Mm -hmm. unfortunately i haven't quite found the vegan replacement for that you know decadent like great new york style cheesecake yeah but i'm on the hunt so if any of you have leads (laughs) 
and I will keep looking and I will keep you all updated. But yeah, no, chocolate, like chocolate in a cheesecake. Would you do that? Like a chocolate Oh my God. Cheesecake? That yeah. was like my favorite thing to get at Cheesecake Factory, like their chocolate cheesecake. I guess that's almost like mousse at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? chocolate mousse. Like firm I'm just mousse. saying like any kind of dessert, like <laughs> I will have cookies, cupcakes, cakes, like any kind, but it just it has, has to be yeah. chocolate. Right. Like I can't have a key lime, you know? Yeah, I tried key lime. I'm not into that. Yeah. I agree. That's on the no list. I'm just, I'm a chocolate lover. I gotta, I gotta have chocolate. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Chocolate's great. I think that's a So great. it wasn't really a lesson, really. But I think it no, is because yeah. sometimes I'll order something else and I'll be like, oh, like, why, why don't I try a strawberry cream? And then I'm like, you should have gotten I chocolate. Should've, like, I would rather just have strawberries <laughs> <laughs> and then have chocolate mousse after or chocolate strawberries. Tra- yeah, exactly. So chocolate covered strawberries. Yeah. It's like <laughs> <laughs> such a stupid thing. No, um, it's 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 unique to you. And we were just saying unique things to you are great. Yeah. So. Very true. Okay, next one. Set oh my god, what is going on? It's a Sunday. I bet that's not even a motorcycle. I bet that's that little crotch rocket that the dude that we saw the other day. Remember that? Oh my god, yeah, that's so weird. Okay, anyways. Rude. Set boundaries. Boundary setting mm. is super fucking important. I, f- I feel like I've seen more people talk about it on social media, but I really had to learn a lot of hard ways how to set boundaries and how to make sure you tell people yeah. how to treat you. And one example of that is one example of that is with my business, being a photographer, a videographer, or working for myself. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of boundaries that I set with people that I work with or my clients. Yeah. And I even have like a whole list of things that I give with my packages when somebody inquires about working with me that yeah. is like, you know, you have to credit me, you have to send a deposit, like all all contract these, all of these sorts. Yeah, yeah. All these contract sort things, right? And I one time had a client be like she like asked me about one of them, like, has this happened to you before? Yeah. Like have have people done this to you? I'm like, yep. Like, every that single seems specific. Yeah. <laughs> like every single one of the bullet points is because of a bad experience that I've had yeah. with a client. And now I have to make sure that I cover all the bases. Like yeah. these are the things that need to happen if you want to work with me. Slash these are the things that I provide. These are the things that I don't, you know, right. stuff like that. So setting expectations, setting expectations boundaries, yeah. everything. Yeah. It's a good practice to just not let anyone take advantage of you yeah yeah like you said that that's like an example from your business but pretty much the same could apply for personal relationships you know yeah like if if something really bothers you about the way you're being treated in a in in an exchange or in a relationship then it's important to bring that up and make sure that you don't let that frustration build up into a more like toxic yeah encounter with that person next thing is it's important to have a routine. For me, I like uh. I like having some sort of routine because I'm a bit disorganized. I'm a bit of a mess as a person. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say you're a mess. But I'm not. I, but I would be if I didn't have some routine about my life. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're doing so many things, and it's kind of at your own. You're at your own discretion because, exactly. like you said, it's it's your it's your own business. So right. So yeah, I could see why. 
having needing to have that like something in place to ground yourself that's yeah super yeah. important yeah like meditating journaling exercising those are like core things about my routine yeah and I, yeah. I also have like a whole routine of like how i get ready for shoots and how mm -hmm. i like import footage from shoots like all that stuff like i have a routine a system right. in my in my workplace too yeah right? but piggybacking off of that next point is it's okay to fall off of routine because I do have the luxury of working for myself. So I do have the luxury of waking up feeling like absolute ass <laughs> and just just letting myself lay in bed all day right. and watch YouTube videos. And I often do that at least one day of my period, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to touch any work. Like I, I do have at least one or two days, like every couple of weeks where... I do absolutely nothing work-wise and I think that is really important because rest rest is productive I think that's important for any creative too to understand that rest is productive and you can't just keep like going 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 all the time and there's some nights where, you, where you'll stay up the whole night because you have <laughs> because you have this creative idea yeah like you know you're writing a song or or editing a video or taking photos you're doing something and you're really like in the zone and it's like i think we talked about this on a previous episode but it's you should honor that you should honor mm -hmm. when you feel creative when you feel passionate but you should also honor when you when you're not feeling when it. you're not feeling it yeah. and allow yourself to rest absolutely <laughs> the next one is to be prepared for a trip i'm not talking about any kind of trip talking about the trip mm. it's important to have a, I'll, we could do a whole episode on like the do's and don'ts of right. tripping but for me i'll just say like a few core things comfy clothes <laughs> don't put i always put makeup on before a trip because i'm like oh like i'll like I'll, I'll, I know I'll, I know I want to have makeup on, right? Mm. But then I always am like I just want to take it all off. Like I right. just want to like have my natural face. I want to feel fresh. I want to feel natural. So yeah, I I need to remember every time not to do that, and have snacks, drinks, hydration. Know what we're going to be doing. What's going to be easy to do because when you're in that state of mind, you're like a child. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do much yeah just being prepared for that sort of thing mm -hmm. preparing for just being high too like making sure that you have your yeah. your snack situation set up you're staying hydrated you're not in a place where you feel there could be any potential danger coming <laughs> from you being a safe being in a safe space is yeah. really the most important thing having your snacks selected yeah having your entertainment selected and yeah mm -hmm. so that you're not selecting while um inebriated <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 that could go for drinking too i guess i don't know i would never is inebriated only for drunk oh yeah i guess yeah well, well when you're high yeah high feels like such an aggressive word for what happens when you smoke mm -hmm. weed you know, sometimes I don't know, because getting high can like range 
across the drug spectrum. I don't know. Take that out. I don't know. This makes no sense. No. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, let us know if you want us to talk more about psychedelics because we will. Yeah. Oh, this one's a good one. Tell my... I'm a perpetually late person. Mm, Me too. And now... Now even more so, like we live in a high rise. It takes time to go down to the elevator, get in my car, go out at the parking garage, get out of the city. So I always have to like add on time. So I I tell myself that I have to leave like at least 30 minutes before I actually do so that I'm well prepared. I'm all ready. And yeah, I just know myself better now. I know I'm a lay person. So I just calculate that into the time that it's going to take me to get ready and actually get out of the house and actually get on the road right yeah not to mention you know whatever the traffic pattern might be at that time exactly yeah always is a is a variable because you could check the night before and it says you know yeah in la you always have to be aware of the of the traffic if you have to be somewhere at a specific time yeah yeah with my photo shoots too, I always I always set the meeting time to like thirty minutes before we should actually start right. shooting. Give you time to get situated. Exactly, just in case one of us is late. Okay. Next one. Being the bigger person is always worth it. As hard mm. as it is sometimes to not be petty. Yeah. To not A lot of times you want to say what you're hands. thinking, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times you want to say what what you're thinking, but a tip that I have for that being an emotional, emotional Pisces mm. is to write out all of your feelings. If you're dealing with a specific person who hurt you, call them every horrible name in the book. <laughs> write down all the nasty things that you have to say about the person and then sleep on it and then respond the next day or the next day after that or just whenever you're feeling more peaceful and right. you can handle the situation in a more or in a in a less volatile way right right i would say growing up <laughs> and like in previous relationships of mine i've been really terrible about that and i've just said exactly what angry thing i want to say mm. <laughs> and not really taken the time to like process my anger But now I've gotten much better at it. And that's really because of Julio. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Julio really, he, he helps me any like confrontational email that I have to send. He always writes it for me or edits it so that it's, he like takes the emotion out of it. Mm. And he just, yeah, he's so good at that. He's so good at writing my hard emails for me. And then if I'm ever dealing with something else in a personal relationship that isn't business related, like he helps me kind of get, I, I, I vent to him. And it's nice to just have somebody to vent to, to yeah. instead of like offloading on that specific person and making them feel bad. And then. So I have all yeah. the secrets. Yeah. I know all the shit about everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for my moment to strike. No, but we no, never, no, we I'm never, because it's never that deep <clears throat> and friendship breakups and, and business relationship breakups, they're hard as we've talked about before, but it's always better to be the bigger person because in a couple months, 
couple years yeah several years you're gonna look back and be like i am so glad i handled that situation with grace and that i didn't allow myself to be petty and angry and call them mean names and make them feel like shit because i've been on the receiving end of a lot of people not taking care of their emotions and then right then throwing like nasty words on onto me and telling me every single thing that i've done wrong and all this all this stuff and i have a tainted view now of this person yeah or of these people not talking about just one person but but i have a tainted view because i whatever and i they probably have a tainted view of me to me too but i i didn't (laughs) right i didn't say anything mean to them so yeah i think it's also easier it's just like easier to forget about those things in a in a long term when it wasn't like a nasty exchange somehow because yeah you just like you said you let yourself feel the emotion of it and then you respond calmly and then that kind of gives you closure in that moment because you've processed it but a lot of times saying like the reactionary thing in that moment and then just leaving it at that i think you never really got a chance to you know fully go through that event and so it kind of just sticks with you more yeah i know i like in my head i can play back like when i like you know no one's perfect yeah that's why it's another good reason to not say that stuff because then like it could always be thrown back at you you never know like it could be either way it's an so. It's honestly like a very ugly trait to have. And I I know yeah. that about myself. Like I feel I feel awful about some of the stuff I've said to people in the past that I really should have just not said and processed on my own and just responded in a peaceful way. It's and part of growing up though. Exa- I mean. Yeah. Growing up. Yeah. Getting older. Learning exactly. more about yourself. Learning hopefully, from your mistakes. <laughs> hopefully people learning that lesson sooner in their time yeah. rather than later. Yeah. Because I feel like the older you get, the uglier of a trait that is. Mm-hmm. Next thing, <laughs> self-love mm. is so important because if you're in relation to, lo- to the last point, if someone truly loves themselves, then they're not projecting right. their insecurities or their fears onto you, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And you can only give love if you have love for yourself, if you fill up your cup. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds cliche, but it's very true. Mm-hmm. Really and sad yeah. insecurities point you had too. Yes. just, um, yeah, you got to practice like telling, yeah. you know, and it's a life, yourself, it's a lifelong yeah. journey, the journey to, uh, to self love or the practice of self love. It's a, it's a lifelong practice that you have to do every single day. And some days, some days are harder than others. Some days, yeah, your I'm like, Emma, you're the fucking shit. Some, day, some days I'm like, Emma, you need to get your shit together. Uh, but we're learning. Yeah. <laughs> your relationship with yourself. I mean, that's such a corny phrase, but like, oh my God, yeah. It changes mm-hmm. as you grow up because mm-hmm. you learn new things. And yeah, it's nor- totally normal to have that be a lifelong journey. Totally. Having genuine friendships, close, genuine friendships, is better than having a lot. Of friendships especially like being an adult <laughs> it's harder to, to maintain friendships it's really hard yeah everyone's got a lot going on everyone's yeah. got a lot going on everyone's trying to pay their bills everyone's trying to pursue their passions or they're trying to 
maintain their mental health at a job that they don't like like there's so much shit going on some are having babies some are getting pregnant some are getting married some are trying to maintain a relationship you know there's a bunch of shit going on in your 20s and your 30s and your just forever yeah forever life is a busy affair and it's (laughs) and it's way harder to maintain friendships that where you're not seeing each other every day or yeah or regularly like if you're in college so sometimes i'm like i wish i had more friends but then i'm but like you don't. but i have i have a solid <laughs> i have a core group of core friends that i know will always be there for me and i will always be there for and my two yeah. best friends esme and lexi are just gems i cannot believe i found them Esme and Lexi, you're probably listening to this. I love you so much. And I really don't know what I would do without you. I really didn't, don't know what I would do about these do without these friendships because they're so special to me. And we just have this unconditional love for each other that will go forever, you know, for my whole yeah. life. Yeah. And I mean, especially you and maybe people who are more introverted in general can relate to this point more so than like extroverts. But when you like, when, when you give a lot of energy into your relationships and it like takes a lot of energy out of you to like be doing that, that's another good reason just to have like fewer, more genuine ones as opposed to trying to like spread yourself too thin across all these relationships, you know? Totally. Because then you might accidentally be like underserving like a friend who maybe and yeah you just never know yeah but um but yeah i agree it's just important to, to, to look around at your friends and be like is this person number one adding to my life making my life better and then is somebody that i would tell good news and bad news too and know that they would always be there for me either Mm. way and support me either way right yeah take inventory of yeah your personal relationships yeah and i have some good friends from from home from maryland that i still talk to like tommy he just he just facetimed me hello tommy if you're listening probably not because you don't fucking listen to this podcast (laughs) but i'm gonna tell you to listen to this one okay but yeah yeah (laughs) no he's a good friend and and we always check up on each other and I I know we'll be friends for forever. Same with Jeff too. Yeah. Jeff listens to this podcast and Rachel. He's a beautiful, wonderful girlfriend. Yeah, I think my best friends are from home too. Or from like mm-hmm. I mean that's I mean I live I've only been living here a short while, but but yeah, like a handful from Elon and then mostly my friends from growing up. Yeah. The ones no, I we have some great close with. we have some great friends. Yeah. Shout out to any of you if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to run through names. We love you. <laughs> shout out. We're going to shout out everybody. Yeah. But no, moving right along. Get used to the truth that not everyone has to like you. Yeah. Like Not not everyone has to like you. You don't have to like everyone. Don't yep. expect to be loved by everyone because... It's impossible. It's impossible, yeah. Sometimes I'll tell my mom, like, oh, this person hates me. And she'll be like, Emma, who would hate you? no one would hate you why, why would they hate you why why wouldn't they like you and she just doesn't get it because she's my mom and she loves me and she thinks that i'm yeah. perfect but 
But you, no, there are some people that you just don't vibe with and don't get along with. Yeah. That's okay. It does, it's you more don't have than to be, okay. You don't have to be best friends with everyone. Because, yeah, not everyone likes you. And like you said, you're not going to like everyone. You don't want everyone to like you. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. If you're being your true, authentic self, not everyone's going to like you. And and that's just <clears throat> that's just life. And you can't spend your life being a people pleaser. No. I wasted a lot of time doing that. Yeah. I same. still do it a lot. I like try to catch myself. Yeah. But like we're saying, <laughs> this is all a lifelong journey. Just because yes. there are lessons you've picked up doesn't mean they're closed book lessons. Yeah. You know, these are things that you acknowledge and then you have to constantly check in on. Yeah. Also want to reiterate something that we've said in this podcast multiple times right. now. We are not experts. No. We are not experts on a thing, but chilling. We're really, we're That's experts it. at chilling. Yeah, no, we don't <laughs> we don't claim to be giving, you know, the way to live life on this, especially on this episode, no. but throughout any episode, we're just giving anecdotal, experiential advice. And yeah. if people can take stuff from it, that's cool. But if you disagree with it, maybe you're like yelling at the podcast like that's the stupidest <laughs> fucking thing I ever heard. And that's cool too, you know, like do you. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like we said, not everyone's going to like you, so <laughs> you might have some people who are not liking us sometimes. Exactly. That's exactly. fine. Okay, next one. I don't know what number we're at. I'm just going to... Just roll it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just going to roll with <laughs> it. Um, I don't have to be a minimalist. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I can be a maximalist. Like, I don't... And Go I can off. I can wear whatever I want. We can decorate however we want. Like, no not rules. everything has to be, like, white, and you, you should only have one pant in your pant drawer and one tank top that you wear yeah. all the time like do these minimalists do they not sweat like do they not work out like do they i don't <laughs> <laughs> i sweat but i don't you work could be out a <laughs> i'm kind i don't know i go back and forth like some in some ways i like minimalism but i think that's just because i'm lazy because <laughs> i like i like a lot of things that are like colorful and and like eccentric yeah but i don't know my style is somewhere in between but I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, I just, I'm a very colorful person. Yeah. I, I just like a lot of color. And I feel like with social media and like Instagram, I feel like there was a phase where everyone was like being a minimalist and everything yeah. was white and clean and perfect. Like and muted colors. Yeah, muted and colors and like neutrals and stuff. And like open I, space. I kind of tried <laughs> that out for a little bit. And I was like, this is not me. Like I need like bright colors and, and really blue skies and yeah and um just uh i hate this word just like a hodgepodge of things. that's a great <laughs> word what do you mean you hate that word <laughs> i feel weird saying it but say I'm it again hodge hodgepodge there you go it's a great word hodgepodge right? yeah but yeah i like being a bunch of different <laughs> things and going along with that the concept of having a niche is so stressful to me yeah because i'm so multi-passionate <laughs> And yeah, I feel that. I have so many things that I want to do and dive into and create and so many different parts about me that I don't think I fit into one box. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. And I just, I feel like a lot of the advice that's like given on social media is like, oh, you need a niche. That's how you're going to grow. I'm like, I don't, I don't really care about growing if yeah. I can't just be myself. <laughs> yeah, I think people give that advice a lot on social media because specifically relating to that field, it's like if you have one thing that you're known for or that you're 
able to be consistent with, then it's just easier for people to know what they're getting when they go to your page. But when you're someone who is, you know, spread out across the spectrum of various things that might not relate to each other or maybe are related but different, then it's it's just like more of a variety. So people are like, oh, well, I only... I only relate to this part of that person. So it's like less engaging or something. I don't know. It's kind of bullshit though, because like you're saying, just, it doesn't really matter what the people are going to relate to. That's like a, a bad way of thinking about, especially in a creative sense. Like, you don't, it's important to have the audience in mind to some extent, but you also don't want it to be invading your thoughts, but like in stopping you from being. Yeah. Especially I just use social media and Instagram as like a creative outlet. So yeah, which my creative interests are ever changing. So I never want to like box myself in or feel like I need to just because it'll do better for the algorithm or for growing. I mean, I felt that way growing up because of the instruments too. Like I would constantly be like, Oh, well I could just be spending all my time getting better at one instrument, but my interests were pulling me to learn other things. And yeah, yeah, I think that's awesome. Make it a habit to think positively Mm. because your thoughts create your reality and yeah it's just i i just feel like whenever i'm in a negative it's okay yeah yeah i don't think you're saying like be positive no matter what is happening right i don't like that toxic positivity bullshit but i think it is there's a lot of truth in the fact that if you're thinking negative thoughts all the time and like oh my god woe is me like the world is against me the world is going to be against you and you're not going to like negative negative things are going to keep happening to you but if you have the mindset of like the universe is working for me everything in my life is working for me to keep me on my path and Mm -hmm. for my greater purpose like all that woo woo shit yeah (laughs) i think that you know I have this quote on my Tumblr that's been on there for, like, years. It's like the, the Shout out Tumblr. Yeah, shout out Tumblr. I love Tumblr. <laughs> shout out but all the Tumblrs out there. Everybody tumbling. <laughs> I have found that if you love life, life will love you back. Aww. And I love that so much because <laughs> it's just so true. Your thoughts create your ra- reality. And if you're positive, yeah. you're thinking more positive st- thoughts than negative you're going to get closer to where you want to be in life rather than if you're always complaining. <laughs> yeah. I, f- I saw this snippet from a Big Sean interview, which is kind of like a random oh thing God. to <laughs> bring in. But yeah, it was a recent interview with someone and he was talking about pretty much the same thing where it was like your subconscious is so powerful in that way yeah. where like, you know, even him, he would catch himself being like thinking subconsciously like i can't do that or saying things like that but always after a certain like you know after therapizing and like (laughs) meditating on stuff like that then getting to a point where like he doesn't let those thoughts invade into his conscious and like his actions like i sometimes say to you i'm more like negative but i don't i don't know if that's true i think i just like allow myself to be more negative sometimes but like i need to like take that advice in a lot of ways yeah because don't judge yourself for being about in a bad mood or having a bad day because it happens to all of us yeah just the majority of the time i try to catch myself and think 
optimistically. Right. And there's always like extreme circumstances oh, out there yeah. too. So we're not obviously this isn't like a blanket thing, but yeah, yeah for <laughs> people listening to this podcast most likely, I think this is good advice. Yeah. But again, not experts. Right. <laughs> okay, next thing wear sunscreen. Have a skincare routine and wear sunscreen oh. every day on your face. You know, Julio. No. Yeah, he doesn't do that. Yet. He hasn't <laughs> learned that yet. Maybe he'll learn it by 27, though. Yeah, I'm still young. <laughs> I'm as a cougar over here. Hey. Okay. <laughs> no, but really, I've struggled. <clears throat> I've struggled with acne my entire life, or like since I was 13 or whatever. Mm. And my dermatologist told me that I would be done with acne when I was 23, but I still have acne. I still, still struggle with my skin. Unbelievable. And so. <laughs> I know, fuck that dermatologist. But yeah, in in recent years, I've learned more about skincare and developed mm-hmm. a skincare routine. That's it's not perfect yet, but we're getting there, and it yeah. takes time to find out what products work for you. So, get on skincare early because when you're in your thirties, you're gonna be like, damn, wish I started earlier. Yeah, I don't have like, I got the occasional zit, but my main thing is I have like scars. I think from when I did have bad acne as yeah. a teenager. Yeah, you're so, normal. You just had teen acne. Yeah. I've definitely considered it. And, you know, the fact that you do it so much, it's it's just around me more often. So I feel like it's inevitable that at some point I'll cave. <laughs> but that that would be my main goal if yeah. I was doing skincare is I would just want to clear up these uh giant little holes on my face. I don't I don't mind them at all. I don't think they're Thanks. I don't I think they're beautiful. Again, Love I don't think many people, yeah, <laughs> people probably don't notice them as much, but definitely, I've yeah. I only, I only notice them when, I, when I'm like right up against your face, and nobody's, nobody's. Yeah, you're the only person yeah, getting only that close to my face. Yeah. So do your skincare. No, just, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, I, I really don't care. Don't take nutrition advice from people who aren't registered dietitians. Yep. I feel like this is obvious, but I feel like there's a lot of like diet trends going oh, yeah. around veganism is not a diet by the way it is a lifestyle it is an animal rights social justice movement yep <laughs> it is not a diet but yeah there's like keto and like paleo all this stuff that's like horrible for you and people just take advice from anyone on the internet they see that has like abs or something right and not actually don't actually know if they're accredited or not and I work closely with a dietitian, registered dietitian nutritionist, creating video content for her. And she's taught me a lot. Yeah. And it's really just put in my mind, like, damn, all the nutrition advice that I took from a bunch of vegans several years ago. Right. About like, like bodybuilding like vegans. Yeah. That and like not eating fat. Right. Like women need fat. Like I need fat. Like I probably destroyed my body during that time because <laughs> I like didn't. I was scared to eat like an avocado or oil. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, and now. Yeah, there's I like eat certain so much kinds avocado of fats, and right? oil. Yeah. Different kinds. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Just like we said, we're <laughs> not experts, so we wouldn't expect you to take anything, like, too serious on this. Right. Same way, like, even if you follow people for, you know, goals and some kinds of inspiration, it's always good to take things with a pinch of salt and double totally, check what the totally. credibility is. Yeah. Yeah. Consistency. Ah. Consistency. Yes. Is the key to success. A hundred percent. And success takes time like you gotta love the process yep you gotta love it more than you more than more than you want the goal yeah you gotta love the process more than you want the goal because (laughs) 
god it takes a lot of time and you yep. have to you have to do you have to fail a lot of times yep, yep. before you're successful i look to a lot of like photographers as mm-hmm. as my um, inspiration on success in the photography industry naturally and i remember a couple years ago beyonce and jay-z's photographer she was i think she was on her instagram stories and she was saying i don't know if it was like an answer to a question someone asked her or if she was just like saying a blanket thing yeah. but you know, she was at this point in her, her career, she was getting recognized and getting all these credits and doing so much work for Beyonce and Jay-Z, whatnot, like very successful. Uh-huh. And she put on her story, she's like, I've been in this game for 10 plus years. Right. I've been working so hard for 10 plus years. And I'm finally, not like finally in a way, like I should have gotten this recognition no, yeah. all along, but like fi- like finally is in a way is like of her hard work is paying off and right. she's proud of herself but she also wants to tell people like this is not an overnight thing like overnight there no success overnight. there is no overnight success nope. right it's it's years of trial and error unless you're like khalid and it's like the first song you ever wrote was location like, right fuck him but yeah <laughs> <laughs> no we love khalid but but like, no i mean it's like but that's Absolutely. one in a million. Success takes a long fucking time. Like we always yeah. tell ourselves that being two creative people trying to pursue music and photography, it's it takes it takes a long time. Yeah. Overnight is the exception, not the rule. Yeah. Along with that, I have to believe in myself. Mm. Anyone who's a creative, you have to believe in yourself so that you never give up. Because no one no one else understands the vision you have in your mind for your creative endeavors like no one else is going to understand it as well as you so you have to believe in it yourself i'm very lucky that i have parents that always told me like i can be anything that i want right mm-hmm. but a lot of people trying to pursue creative things don't have that and yeah. if you see someone in your life who's trying to pursue something creative whatever it may be and you see them stop that's 99% of the time that's because somebody in their life whether it be a friend a family member a teacher someone instilled self-doubt in them instead of being supportive and telling yeah. them that they believe in them and that and that they can be whatever they want to be right I think even like another way that manifests is like just not enough maybe maybe there wasn't like one specific interaction but there was just many times where that person put themselves out there and didn't receive anything from anyone right and sometimes that one message or you know just one person reaching out and saying something nice. why are you doing oh no yeah (laughs) no i'm just saying like sometimes nobody reaches out yeah and that i think happens over and over or you know a person doesn't feel supported enough and then but i think that's why even just like sending even if you don't you know Maybe you don't think it's that important if you say something to someone doing a creative thing. Yeah. But a lot of times for people who are getting no support, being that one person who says, oh, that was really awesome what you did. Or like doing some kind of like something beyond just, you know, clicking a like or or something like that. A little bit more of a like a show of support, I think, is like super that could be the difference between someone right. and continuing or quitting. And that's why that's why we love so much when somebody sends us a message about our podcast because, yeah. right, we're not making any money off of this. We're doing this out of pure, like, passion and love and fun. Just for fun, yeah. Yeah, and just to be have another creative outlet. And we put a lot of work in it, like a lot Yeah, it's fun, work. but it takes, takes a lot. And if we didn't have anyone listening, like, I would... St- 
I would still do it. Like I would still do it I mean, and yeah, we, we would still love to do it. <laughs> but, but it does, it, it is really helping when somebody sends us a nice message that they really liked a podcast episode or really related to something. And it's just, we, we just appreciate that shit so much because it is hard to be a creative person if you have a support system as a creative like it's just you feel so lucky and so so much more motivated to keep on going with whatever you're trying to pursue being kind is my superpower Mm. i used to think a lot about my strengths and weaknesses i feel like that was just a thing that they taught you in high school and college that would come up in like in interviews like oh what are your strengths and weaknesses I remember in high school trying to think of what I wanted to do like what I wanted to be when I grew up like how was I gonna make money like what what was my career gonna be and I tried to like think about my strengths I remember all I could come up with was just I'm nice to people <laughs> like I Aww. I <laughs> I feel that my strength, my biggest strength is that people like to be around me because I treat them well and I'm nice to them. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with that? Like, what? there's no, you can't major in like being kind. You like, you can't major in making other people feel beautiful and feel good, right? No, yeah, but it's, it'll get you far. Yeah. And I even remember when I was, well, when I did Elon in LA, Jay McMurdy, the Elon in LA advisor, he was having like reviews at the end of our semester here. I was pursuing a lot of different things when I was in Elon in LA and I had a lot of different interests. Like I didn't know if I wanted to be a director, a cinematographer, I was pursuing music too. I was like making music and making music videos for my music and doing all sorts of creative stuff yeah and he was just like yeah i think whatever you choose whatever path you choose um i think you'll be fine because the good news is everyone likes working with you and i was just like oh yeah that yeah i guess it is true that like people like working with me and that i'm easy to work with and that i can get along in a group and i can make other people feel good and i feel like i have good energy to be around and i I have really like taken that into my career, right? Like a lot of my clients are, I might be not be the best photographer in the world or the best videographer in the world, but I'm easy to work with and I'm reliable and yeah. I make people feel comfortable and feel good. And I think that's often more important than like technical stuff, even though I do have technical skills, yeah. but like on top of that, I think it, it makes me, a better freelancer trying to get work if i'm easy to work with and absolutely i think it's more important to have that balance you know be like really great to work with and then like i'm you're super talented so like yeah take nothing away from your skills either but i think it's like if you had all your skill with none of that ability to like work with people then it's almost like useless yeah. Because people aren't going to want to work with you more than once or it's just going to be like a bad vibe. Yeah. And like, I don't know, some people can probably survive or be okay with that, but it's definitely uh, a lonelier and probably shorter and harder road to go down. Totally. Okay. Last thing 
that I just want to say, and I've said this since forever. Yeah. Well, what is it? What are you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I am the luckiest person in the entire world. Yes, I've you always have said, said that. I'm so, so lucky mm-hmm. because of a couple core things that mean everything to me. Number such w- as? Yeah. Number one, my family. I have such amazing parents they're the reason why i'm so kind and caring mm-hmm. right they're because they are so kind and patient and caring my mom's so patient she's the most patient person <laughs> i've ever met and and my dad like my dad is so giving with his time and energy and same with my mom like they're just such good people they're always like oh like where did you come from like why are you so good but they fail to acknowledge how good of people they are <laughs> And yeah, so mom, dad, if you're listening, you are the reason why I'm as good as I am. That's sweet. And same with my sister. My sister, I'm very lucky to have my sister have her support and have a creative sister as well. She's in a creative industry and she inspires me by how hard she works. It's amazing to have a family that believes in you and supports your creative endeavors. Absolutely. And then also I'm so lucky because I have so many passions. I have so many things I'm passionate about that just make life beautiful. And again, we talk about this so much on our podcast, but I feel so lucky to have found Julio, to have found my soulmate, to have found true love. That's, these are just, these are the most important things to me in my life. And the fact that I have them is. (laughs) That's me. Yeah, the fact that I have julio and all these great people and things in my life that's you know i just i feel so lucky well i feel very lucky to have you too okay uh, all right sappy, not for that s- enough of that <laughs> not on the air emma <laughs> i don't know if that was 27 things but whatever yeah if you were counting let us know <laughs> if it was 27 if it wasn't we'll owe you the next one <laughs> and if it was too many then we'll give you a credit yeah <laughs> So yeah, but thanks for tuning in. Happy birthday, Emma. Say happy Thank birthday you. to Emma. Thank you. Clap it up. You know, comment below. Let her let her know your birthday wish for her. <laughs> and and yeah, thank you for tuning in to another another week. Another episode down. Episode fifteen, is it? Yep. Yeah, we'll be um, you know, like we said like we're always saying, we're here every Monday. So yeah. <laughs> we'll be back next Monday too with another scorcher. It's actually gonna be Right after our anniversary next Our five-year anniversary. Yeah. Five years. Mm-hmm. Give me five. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to this podcast today. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please rate, review us on Apple Podcasts. DM us what your favorite part from the podcast is. If you're on Spotify, share it to your story. Tell your friends. Tell your parents. Tell your grandma. Tell your cousins. Tell them all. Tell them all. NMJC. We're yeah. just chilling. Absolutely. (laughs) So, yeah, thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Love you. Peace. Nothing much, just a chillin'.